0: It it's transitioned from where I always thought, you know, I needed to be selling, always needed to be selling, all that stuff, but then I kind of figured it out that it's not about that.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we are joined by 20-year real estate vet Terry Trexler. Over the course of his career, Terry has seen how agents have become more and more reliant on technology. And while all of the tools at our disposal are great, Terry says what he has gotten the most success from is by forming meaningful relationships with his clients. Throughout our conversation, Terry shares his tips and advice for putting the real back in real estate. Now, before we get on to the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Also, as you can see if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications when each new episode is uploaded. Lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an inspirational story or real estate tips to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Terry. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you do as well. You know, honestly, the way I like to get everything started out is if you could just introduce yourself to me a little bit, who you are and kind of where you are at in the country. Okay. Um, well, my name is Terry Trexler.
0: Uh, I've been, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I've been licensed as an, as an agent uh, for about almost 20 years now. Uh, I've been a broker for probably 13 or 14 of them. Uh, You know, I've been through a few different companies, franchises, 100% companies. Um, Owned my own company for a few years and then found my way over to where I am now. Um, And currently I'm with EXP Realty. I'm also an instructor. I help agents get their license um, as well as you know, training and coaching and a little bit of everything, really investing, uh, definitely immersed myself in just about everything I can, real estate related and uh, continue to try and learn every day. So, um, right. yeah. yeah.
1: What was it that made you want to get into real estate, you know, 20 years ago? <laughs>
0: funny. Well, funny story. Um, both my parents did real estate uh, basically for over 30 years. And, you know, I, I grew up in Virginia Beach, as I mentioned, And my dad did up around Pittsburgh. My mom did it down here. Uh, They were basically, uh, they weren't together basically my whole life, about six months after I was born, but they both managed to be in real estate. Uh, So I got, every time I was with my dad, I saw real estate. Every time I was with my mom, I saw real estate, grew up in a real estate office, no matter where I was. I never wanted to do it. (laughs) So uh, at 18, I I, uh, decided to join the military, join the Marines and did that for six years, got out, got a job and then my mom sold me my first uh, my first little place, little condo. Um, and then once I was like, wait a second, you know, I got to see the settlement statement, right? You know, um, I saw that she got paid a few thousand dollars and I was like, tell me more. <laughs> so uh, from that point I got my license and yeah, that that's kind of exactly how it evolved, you know, not wanting anything to do with it to you know, getting out, having a job and realizing, wow, there has to be something better than this. <laughs> so, uh,
1: yeah, that, uh, that's where it took off. That's yeah, it it's funny. Started. That's kind of uh, that whole idea of having parents that were involved in it and not wanting anything to do with it. That's a story that I've heard, you know, quite a few times. Yeah. Is that When you're, you know, when you're younger and you see like, I don't want anything, you know, I want something different. And then everybody ends up coming back around to it when they start seeing the uh, the earning potentials there.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. I've done some of these interviews with some other agents and been on the other side of the table. Um, and I didn't know their story, but as we started talking, you know, they shared very similar story with that. And I'm like, wow, that, okay. Okay. That's a recurring theme. It seems sometimes. So, uh, we
1: come so, back. you know, you said that you've, you've been with different companies, you, you, had your own companies, you know, what was it that made you want to kind of branch out and really kind of start your own, your own thing when you first did that?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, um, I, I really didn't have a desire to, um, again, it's one of those things that wasn't, wasn't planned out more or less uh, being, at you know, I was at different places. Uh, and then in 2000, actually in 2011, was it I think 2011, I had, I'd found, I found the online then. Um, they had like a hundred agents. And I was like, wait a second, this might be a good idea. So, you know, nobody called me. I found them online. I reached out to the state broker in Virginia, which I think it was just him at the point at that point. So um, I said, Hey, I want to join. How do I do this? And he's like, um, okay, sign here. So um, I joined, I was at EXP back then, just a couple of us in Virginia and uh, did it for about three months. My dad ended up getting sick. Uh, not sick, and any unhealthy, you know, uh, heart failure, diabetes, things like that. And, you know, so I was at EXP for about three months. And then uh, I had the decision because at that point in his career, he had started, he had had tracks of real estate for about 25 years. And I never wanted to go up there and do anything with it because um, we weren't a hundred percent close, but, you know, I'd saw him on occasion, but uh, long story short, you know, he was, on his way out i guess the best way to describe it he was passing away and i just started i decided to leave exp and uh, start treks of real estate here in virginia beach as a kind of uh i don't know it's homage or pay respects to my dad and uh, so i left exp then did treks of real estate um by just an emotional gut feeling never really did anything with it i flipped some houses sold a few houses you know didn't really bring anybody over um to grow it because i never really was i've never really been big into bringing people into things unless i 100% believe in them and it's for their best interest so you know it was it was interesting to me but it wasn't everybody's best interest just to join a, a little tiny company with just me and uh, when there's other bigger companies back then that you know offered a lot more so i did that and yeah i did it for a few years until uh I started to to look back at other companies and uh, found my way back to exp. E- so,
1: right yeah. and now you said with exp, now you are really involved in the training aspect of things and bringing on new people. But I think that's one of those things. Like you know, as I look at the different companies out there, I always feel like exp, you know, is really on the cutting edge of their agent training and all the different things you guys are doing is always really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's. Um, it's, you know, being able to say that, you know, I, I, you know, I was at Keller Williams twice. I've been at Remax. I was at the mom and pop shops and uh, had my own. So, I mean, I I got over the past 20 years, I've gotten a lot of diverse um, uh, ideas and trainings and everything else and being able to see that. And then where I'm at now, just looking at it like, wow, like, okay, like, I haven't seen anything like this before. Now I've been here for the second time around at EXP, I've, I've been here now for four and a half years and it, and they just keep adding to it. So, I mean, the training's huge and the support's huge. I mean, people want to talk about the money aspect. The money's great, but nothing matters if you're not getting trained and don't have support. So um, with what they have there, that's it's kind of through the roof um, with the availability of the training and the people doing the training. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's second to none for sure.
1: Right, and I imagine you know if you could go back 20 years ago and say, "Hey, you know, these are really the things that are going to be important to your career. It's not necessarily the the amount of leads that are being generated for you or whatever it is, but you got to learn how to close those deals, and you got to learn how to you know do this for yourself. You know, and I think that's really something that EXP does a good job at is training right. their agents to be sufficient.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they do. I mean, you know, and some people are like, well, you know, because you know, I've heard you know, I, I I hear people all the time say that. You know, don't have this, don't have that, but you know, it's like any company. You know, if you're going to be successful, whether it's you know Keller Williams, KW, Keller Williams, Remax, your own company, I mean, you can sell houses anywhere if you're willing to put in the work. So, you know, whether someone's comes to comes to me or someone else and complains about their brokerage, well, if they haven't done anything wrong, the truth is is that you can sell houses absolutely, absolutely any company. Um, and you don't necessarily need them. Now, sure, they make it easier um, with some of the things they have in place. But um, I think if people immerse themselves in what EXP offers or even 10 or 20% of it, they'll be pleasantly surprised <laughs> on what they can accomplish. So, uh,
1: yeah. Right. So as you're doing this training, what are some of the really kind of uh, main pillars that you kind of touch on to get people, you know, jump started with their careers?
0: Yeah, I mean, really... <sighs> I'm a big fan of, um, relationships. You know, I, I did the same thing most agents do when they're getting started, or maybe even some of them that have been around 20, 30 years, you know, people are like, I just want some leads. I just want some leads. I still hear that sometimes. And, uh, I think you even touched on it just a second ago. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, dropping a hundred leads in your lap or 50 leads in your lap because, you know, you start really analyzing those numbers and it's been done time and time again by some of the brightest minds out there. Um, you're trying to talk to strangers, you know, and especially these days with our phones, you know, blowing up with spam calls all the time. Um, It's, it's, it's one in a hundred of strangers that you're going to convert. And that's, if you're doing everything right, you know, following up with them, staying in touch because very few people are going to buy a house immediately. So, you know, one in a hundred is tough odds. So I, I focus on creating real relationships, you know, and that, that means staying in touch with people, you know, that's, that's the hub, like, People want to chase leads. People want to uh, make themselves, how can I say feel busy. You know, I know people right now that might on paper sell 50 houses, you know, 50 houses a year. That sounds phenomenal and it is phenomenal. But at the end of the day, once they start talking about their splits and their cuts and uh, everything else that they might've spent money on, I've known people that sold 50 houses in a good market with houses, you know, 300 grand on average which normally equates to around, you know, 120, 150,000 in in, uh, income, but they're, they're barely clearing 40 or 50 grand at the the end of the year and 50 houses for 40 or 50 grand. That's a lot of work. (laughs) That's a lot of work, you know? So, um, so I focus on relationships. That's key. Um, And once you stay in touch and you have those relationships, you know, you fought so hard to get it, whether it's a friend or family member, or whatever that case may be. Now it's the follow up. So relationships and follow up is huge, and it's not follow up in the essence or the standpoint from you know you're ready to buy a house, you're ready to buy a house, ready to buy a house. <laughs> nobody wants nobody wants that, right? Um, right? But it's just the being more genuine. Like hey, happy birthday. Hey, I saw that you did this. Went on vacation. How how was your trip? Um, you know. Uh, do you need help? I see you moving. Do you need some help? You know, I've got, like i me personally, I have three teenagers and one, almost a teenager. So I'm like, Hey, do you need moving help? I may not personally do it, but I got some kids I can help out. Um, But, you know, and if it's a good friend, I will go out there and help out, but, you know, just being a resource, I don't, it it's transitioned from where I always thought, you know, I needed to be selling, always needed to be selling all that stuff. But then I kind of figured it out that it's not about that. It's, you know, someone needs to figure out a dog groomer. Hey, I've got a great person for you. Or I need a place to go to. Um, I needed someone to come wash my car because I can't leave the house um, or I don't want to leave the house. Because, this. you know, especially now in these days, people get right. don't necessarily want to run around. You just want to be a resource. Mm-hmm. So if you can develop those relationships, stay in touch and be real about it. Um, and then just be a resource for what people need. Those are really the three things that I, I try and focus everything on. Um, and it's worked out pretty well. It feels so much better than the way it used to chasing down leads for sure.
1: Right. And I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, really just actually caring about your clients, you know, as you're going through the whole transaction, because I think if you build those relationships, it's a whole lot easier to keep those follow-up relationships going. Right. Right. And you know, it's funny you say that
0: because like I mentioned before, I, I was, I was that agent that always, you know, not always, but a lot of times I would blame it on the company I was with. You know, I tried this, they didn't have enough support or training, or I went here and, oh, my broker wasn't doing enough. And then I tried this company and like, oh, you know, the agents there weren't helping me. And then I was like, wait a second, <laughs> you know, the one common factor in all this is me, you know? Um, so there had, it it, it has to be me. And then once I took ownership of that, um, and I was like, okay, what can I do today to be better than I was yesterday? And I'd mess up. And then I'm like, what can I do today to be better than what I did yesterday? And I told myself that over and over again. And I continue to do that. And it really took until, for one, I had my own company. And two, when I came over to eXp and got around, you know, a lot of people preach this, preach the culture thing. Um, And that's a big word in real estate, as we all know. Um, And and people think that, well, EXP doesn't have that, you know? Yes. I mean, it's better here. And I feel more connected here than I've ever felt. Um, And it's just the people that will pour into you just for no financial incentive. They're not worried about you taking their secrets because a lot of them realize there are no secrets in real estate. Everything, especially in 2021, going into 2022, um, anything you want to know about how to do some, something, whether it's real estate or anything, it's online, <laughs> it's online <laughs> and you can find it for free. Um, you just gotta be willing to do it. Right. You know, uh, someone can teach you anything they can or teach you everything under the sun. But the difference between learning it and being successful is that thing in the middle called work, which people get uh, tripped up on sometimes.
1: Yeah. So when you, you know, kind of realize this whole idea, like, look, I've got to start creating these relationships to have this sustained success. What, you know, what are some of the things that you were doing and are doing, you know, as that transaction is in the actual transaction phase and you're working with these clients before, you know, you've started doing the follow up to kind of really start forming those good, solid relationships?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, literally, you know, I could, have a lot of most of mine are referral most of my clients are referrals at this point but you know I still do you know even those you have to stay in touch with but um you know it starts off with just having that that conversation not following you know some crazy script word for word but literally just getting some key things out whether it's a lead or a referral you need to you know pick up the phone you know people get again they think that you know technology is great and that the one thing I do love about because I, when I got in, I was the young guy. And now I feel like I'm getting more to the other side of the table. You know, I'm 46 now. Um, but what I what I do like is the fact that when I first got in, nobody was really online. You know, there was a few people, but definitely not, there was no Zillow. There was no Realtor.com. There was no, just about anything you can think of. It wasn't out there and very few people were doing it. So I got to see the curve go up from, no technology. And especially when I was younger around my parents, there was no technology, not even a beeper. (laughs) So um, I got to see the technology go up and everybody gravitated towards technology and technology is great. It can help you tremendously. I'm a big, big proponent of that. But then now everybody, so many people want to base their whole career on, oh, I've got the best technology and they're, they're using it to basically not be human and not be in touch. So now the people that are succeeding are using technology, but they're still making it a, a relationship business. They're still, like I mentioned before, they're picking up the phone and saying happy birthday. They're taking the clients out to dinner or having events where everyone can come together, you know, face to face. Um, those things are huge. Um, you know, so that's, I mean, that's where it's at, but being able to see that transition and know that now it's Back to where it was, just with a lot of cool stuff, you know um, and those are the people that are seeing it uh, seeing their business take off and um, yeah, for sure, for sure
1: so it's interesting you mentioned you know the whole the technology and um, you know the dehumanizing of you know things with technology being so much, but I was talking to somebody a while back, and mm-hmm. we we got talking about um, you know the the amount of millennials that are starting to purchase homes and starting to get into real estate and, you know, their whole lives have been connected to the internet, but really what he was finding was that a lot of them really needed somebody to guide them through that process and to kind of be that friend and be, you know, kind of pull them away from the internet a little bit to really explain things better than just some text or some video. Have you, have you noticed that as you've, you know, started to work with a younger group of people buying yeah, no, I, I definitely have. And I mean, sure. They, you know, um, you know, you get the guys like I just saw a
0: house, um, great guy, young military guy, uh, and his, I don't even know if he's in his mid twenties yet, you know, but he's bought his first house. Um, so good for him, but you know, sure he likes text. He's busy. We're all busy. So he, he likes text. But when, when there's something that needs to be discussed, you know, again, picking up the phone and having that real conversation, um, and not just because, I mean, I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm married. I have kids. So when I send out a text, that text can be taken a few different ways. Right. <laughs> and, and in being in a relationship, kind of realize that, like, I didn't mean it like that. Right. Um, so just like with clients, you know, I could try and explain myself through a text, but that can be taken as one. I don't care. One, I don't know what I'm talking about you know, or three, just, it doesn't make any sense. And they're kind of out in left field. And then they end up, maybe they end up having a conversation with their friend that has a friend that's a realtor and they explain everything maybe over dinner or when they run into them, you know, at the ball game or the bar, the restaurant. And they're like, Oh, my realtor didn't tell me that. And that's, that would be my fault because I should have picked up the phone. So yeah, I mean that, that face to face and that, that phone, people say it weighs 10,000 pounds in real estate or sales in general. Um, and it it does for some people. They want to, uh, de- like you said, dehumanize it. And the, the young, I mean, it's everybody, but even the ones that live, breathe, and eat technology, they still want that human connection. And it's, it's just human nature, I think. I mean, we just want it, uh, especially with COVID, which has separated us And distance us from each other probably more than we've ever been as,
1: you know, society. So, right. I think it's just having that, you know, having that face-to-face or even the phone conversation, there's just that comfort level of knowing that this, I I can ask my question and it's going to be answered because when you, you know, if it's just a text or if it's just, you know, here, here's this link to this, you know, article on it, I can't ask a question about something that just doesn't quite make sense to me, you know, because I think a lot of times people forget this is, you know, these transactions, like that's a big thing. And a lot of people are so overwhelmed and they just don't know anything about it. You know, you've got to really kind of guide them through the whole process. Right.
0: And I, I you know, think about it because, uh, you know, I like a lot of us, I go online, I research things. It could be about real estate. It could be about anything. You know, my kid's band performance or lacrosse that my other son does. It could be about anything. But I read, I'm like, I just want to pick up the phone. I just want to ask somebody something. I want to ask the coach when I see him next, you know, tell me what this is and how that works. Sure. I can read it and I, but, you know, watch a YouTube video, but uh, I got a question, you know, I got a question. Um, and I think we've all been there, you know, and we, I think we all still go through it every day um, because, you know, if it's a one-sided conversation through a video or you're reading something, that's not, that's not a a real relationship that's not a real core conversation so yeah it's um it's, i think it's where it's all at and it's where it's all always going to be and you know people all the time talk You talk about zillow taking over and this company taking over and that and i'm like god just just do you like be you focus on your people and you know i call it my tribe sometimes or my people but focus on your people because if you do it right you know because I, I mentor some new agents and I train some new agents and even coach some uh, teams. But the one thing that, you know, some people don't have when they they don't have the confidence when they're brand new. Right. So, you know, they're like, well, I don't, I don't even know what to say to my, you know, I don't even know what to say. I don't want to, I don't know if I should talk to my friends. I don't know. And I'm like, you better talk to your friends because if you do it right, well, if one, if you don't do it, somebody like me might come in or someone else and scoop them up and met, now they're theirs. And we've all been there and lost clients to, another agent that was doing it right. But if say, you know, new agent, um, new agent, Joanna, you know, we'll use that example. Um, If she, if she reached out to her friends and family and coworkers and she's a brand new agent, even though she doesn't, um, maybe she doesn't know as much as far as the, the, the book side or the real life real estate side. Right she has that relationship already. And as we say, they know you like you and trust you. That's it. You've just got to be there now. But, you know, if if she taps into that, she's like, hey, I'm just here as a resource. Someone like me can't come in and scoop them away because she's involved with that. She's having a relationship. And I can't come in as a stranger and, and snatch that away if she does it right. Because Joanna's her person. Joanna's that family's person. And I'm just that random stranger that picked up the phone, trying to get a a sale as they would think. Right. You know, so, yeah.
1: Right. So, you know, before wrapping up, you know, we've talked about, you know, the creating the relationships and throughout the, you know, the whole transaction process. And then you talk about how uh, important it is to stay connected and be that resource. So uh, just touching on that a little bit more, you know, what, what is your, uh, do you have a certain method that you kind of go through or is it really more of an organic type thing? that you do? Mo-
0: yeah. Most of mine's organic. Um, I do use some tech, well, I used to technology, but just, just enough. I think at this point, you know, cause I found myself doing the same thing. Everybody does, you know, I was like, technology, 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 you know, but now it's more or less like now I have a system where if I see something on like Facebook, it's birthdays today. Hmm. And I can't say I'm a hundred percent consistent you know, I struggle with it still like everybody. Right. But I'll send a Facebook video message. You know, I'll look a couple of people. I'm like, Hey, and I'll just do a quick 10 to 15 second video. Hey, just want to say happy birthday. How you doing, Michelle? Hopefully all is well. Have a great day. Take care. And I'm out. And then sometimes if I see some of the, you know, people do a trip or somebody graduates or someone um, has some success somewhere and they post a picture online, whether that's Instagram or Facebook or wherever I can take that picture drop it on a, a card and I'll send it through mail with a stamp. <laughs> and people are like, what do you, why? I'm like, cause they're never going to throw that away yep. or I'm 99% sure they're never going to throw it away because right. somebody did it to me about eight, nine years ago and they started off and I had, I had a dog that passed away. And Gail, she she sent me a card, had a picture of my two dogs, the one that passed away and said, hey, just thinking of you, um, best wishes, Gail. And I was like, who is Gail? But, you know, she had sent me a message and like, hey, I'm just basically, you know, we're Facebook friends. I'm just trying to stay in better touch with everybody. Would you mind if I got your address? I just I'm going to send you something. I'm not going to spam spam you, but I just want to stay in touch better. Okay, sure. Here you go. You know, in my head, she's never going to send me anything. right? never. Well, a few months later, perfect opportunity for her. It showed up and I'm like, oh my God, this is so, it's the only card I got, right? Who gets mail anymore in the mailbox besides bills? Um, so I got there and I was like, oh my God. And I have it to this day. And then she sent me one three or four years later with a picture of my daughter snowboarding. And then I'm like, oh my God. And I'm keeping these forever. Like I know right now I am never getting rid of any of these. And I'm like, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do to stay in touch. And I've went into clients' houses where they have a picture of, you know, now the husband proposing to his now wife, which was five six years ago, in their kitchen, or someone graduating and going to, or going to Disney World with their kids, or just a birthday party. And I'm just like, here, and people are like, I love it. And then they share it. I mean, so. I use technology in that aspect, but I don't use it to hide behind people. I use it to be more, um, be more real, be a better friend, you know, be a better contact, a better resource, whatever you want to call it. But to be, I'm trying to put the real in the relationship. So um, yeah, that's, that's my goal. That's, that's everything I do. I mean, it's, so it's not hundred percent consistent, but it's just, okay, well, I see this a few, few people here, a few people there, And I guess if you want to tie it to some of the stuff that we get trained as salespeople or agents, I don't think I'm in sales, but real estate for sure. um, They always say, send your five personal cards a day. So, you know, I try and hit up at least five people with something meaningful a day, you know, and if I can send five things out, whether it's the card or the happy birthday or just a video text, so they get me and not just some rigid text or email or you know what's your house worth <laughs> you know, that, i don't care I, like i can get that from anybody
1: you know um, but yeah just
0: just keeping it real and using using technology to be
1: real about everything so yeah it's been good i really like that you know putting the real back in real estate and uh I, you know i think that's a great way to uh, to wrap things up because i think that is something that a lot of people you know they need to they need to remember
0: right sure yeah that's uh hundred percent. I think if everybody does that, it'd give the, it'd give the um, industry a better name, you know, cause a lot of times like oh, I know an agent, I know an agent and we're, that's our fault that people look at us as, oh, I know an agent, you know, cause we all, everybody, you know, a hundred agents before I was licensed. I knew a hundred agents. I'm sure my, even my high school kids probably know real estate agents at this point. Um, but who is being, you know, who's being more real about it. Who's being real, Putting the real in real, uh, real estate, you know, who's doing that? And whoever does that wins.
1: So um, it's good, awesome. man. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me this morning.
0: Yeah. No, I appreciate the invite. You know, as soon as you, you know, I got the message from me, I was like, you know what? I love talking about real estate. So um, <laughs> there's no secrets.
1: There's no secrets. So uh, let's share. So, uh, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I want to thank Terry for joining us today and really like his approach for using technology to form better personal relationships with his clients. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or tips to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.